Hi, I'm Edward Mullen, author of The Art of the Hustle. You are listening to the Edward Mullen Podcast. For more information about me, my books, or even this podcast, please visit edwardmullen.com. On the debut episode, I'll be discussing a Spider-Man comic with my co-host. At this point, we're not really sure what the podcast will, will be, uh, but uh, since we both are into debating, uh, we figure that it'll be a debate-style podcast that will be suitable for both of us, as well as entertaining for the listeners. So without further ado, we bring to you our very first Edward Mullen podcast. There's an interesting article that I came across today in my local newspaper with the title Visa Comic Questioned. It says, Visa Canada has launched a kid's comic book that touts boring money to buy things like a more expensive house, raising eyebrows among those who counsel people about consumer debt. I've posted a copy of this article on my website, edwardmullen.com. Uh, the cell that we're uh, looking at in the article has Spider-Man, Iron Man, and uh, a redhead, presumably Mary Jane Watson. And Spider-Man says... Why don't you international jet setters explain it for Hulk's benefit? And Iron Man says, okay, well, banks can manage your money. They can help you determine the best way to earn more money through interest and investments. And then Mary Jane says, and they make loans. So when you want to buy something like a more expensive house and Iron Man says, or your own helicopter. And then Mary Jane says, or a sports car that turns into a helicopter. They can lend you money now and you can pay it back over time. So my question is, is it wrong? Is it wrong to have comic book characters present the concept of lending and and borrowing, uh, especially talking about things like a more expensive house or a car or something like that. Well, I think that main point that they're, that these people are upset over is that it's making it seem like it's good to be borrowing money to for like really expensive things in our society like people are already like debt is already becoming such a big issue we don't really want to be encouraging our children to get into debt at a young age right like we don't want it to seem like it's a good thing to yeah but isn't everybody in debt no i'm not like how can you debt. buy an expensive thing like a house or even a small small condo for let's say a hundred thousand dollars it's very unlikely that you're just going to have $100,000 in cash sitting in your bank account. You're going to, so to you, that's expensive. You need to borrow of money course. for that, right? So, And everybody does it. And, and I think that, that the thing is, yeah, like I think debt in some way or other is probably going to be in a, inevitable at some part of your life. But that's for things that you need, like, yes, a house, right? But the kinds of things that they're saying here are like, oh, so if you want a helicopter or your sports car that turns into a helicopter, or even just the fact about this, like a sports car, that's something that kids might want. And they will get into like a huge debt. But nobody's putting sports cars on their on their credit card. And and it's obviously absurd. It's a joke, right? Nobody has a sports car that turns into a helicopter. Yeah, but there even the just the desire for the sports car, right? Like people people just aren't that smart with their money. They are going to get into debt and they're not saying that it's Visa that's doing that. It, it, Visa is but, saying that banks are going to help you, right? Yeah, okay, fine. But wouldn't you say the same thing about advertising a nice juicy steak? Uh, this state could potentially lead to obesity or even your demise. It's not inherently bad to desire things. It's you. It's obviously you have to be responsible, right? 
So if you want a sports car, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting a sports car. They're fun. They maybe make you feel good. Why not desire that? That might make you competitive. And if you're competitive and you are uh, have big ambitions, you might achieve more in life and contribute more to society. Like, hey, I want a red sports car and I'm willing to become a doctor to do that. What's wrong with that? Yeah, but it's not like it's saying the reason why it's not the fact that it's um, the using your credit card or um, the, the I think the key here is to buy a more expensive house. You know, is that not what they buying say? a house, but a more expensive house. Is that what they say? That's what it says in the first sentence that you just read in the no, beginning. No, but we'll forget that. Let's read the comic, the actual comic. It says buy something. I think it's in this cell right here. Buy something more expensive like a house. Okay, but more is just a, you know, uh, a relative term. So wouldn't you say that having Spider-Man introduce the concept of lending and uh, credit and all that kind of stuff might inspire kids to learn more about it and become more financially responsible rather than learning about it when you're an adult? You know, if you start at a young age to go- get into debt, like start spending a lot of money when you're young, when you're not well, really making money, that's just going to add up to more and more in the future. To right? be fair, though, if this if this ad is targeted toward, uh, you know, a 10 year old or something like that, then they can't possibly get into debt. They can only get into debt when they're 18 or maybe 19. So. So you're not running that risk, but you're introducing the concept at a very early age. How do you respond to that? Well, they can get into debt. It's just not their debt. It's their parents' debt, right? I know a lot of kids that have credit cards that are their parents, and, like, you know, they're just going to be the... like, oh, well, Mom, you, I can just spend money on your credit card because, you know, the bank's going to help you to earn more money through investing Yeah, but who's, running, who's calling the shots in that, in that life? Who's making the decisions? The, the 10-year-old who has the credit card or the adult that says, hey, your limit is 500 This is only for emergency purposes if you're stranded or you need a meal or something like that or to pay for your tuition or whatever the case may be. But it's not going to be like, oh, Spider-Man told me that I can use this for everything, and now I'm going to you know, buy a sports car on, and, on mommy and daddy's credit card. That, that, that parent uh, would be responsible for educating the kid and making sure that kid is the type of kid that's worthy to hold a credit card. Parents that have also bought into this whole mentality, right? The parents that are reading Spider-Man comics? Well, the thing is that they're glamorizing it, right? They're making it like, oh, it's fine, like... But you're saying that that's inherently bad. To glamorize something is bad. You're kind of making that assumption. Well, I think that their concern is, like, for kids, like, they see this. They don't... It's not like they're going to read this and be like, oh, I really want to learn more about, like, you know, investments and debt financing or whatever, right? They're they're just seeing, like, this little snippet of it and I mean I don't really I'm I'm not sure if that this is all there is like I think if I were a kid and I saw this I'd be like oh look it's Spider-Man and I like Spider-Man but but I I wouldn't really know what they were trying to get to me anyway but don't you think the concept of 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 credit is already something that they would be exposed to regardless of the Spider-Man comic. Like they know their parents are, you know, at the dinner table like, struggling with debt and saying, Oh, we can't afford those shoes or, you know, like, mm, no, like how, how do they expect true, people right? to because, afford things? Because like, I know people, well, I think cause we grew up with really different kinds of around different kinds of people, right? Like, like I had friends that 
um, like I know their their parents just lived off of their um, like credit cards and every month where they you know they're just paying off the minimal amount or whatever and they're living like that but they want to have this illusion that that they're wealthy right oh yeah yeah you know and so like and they give their kids credit cards and just let them spend it however they want um and they're they're not taught that like you know, we, you shouldn't be living that way. You know, the majority of people that I know don't have very, like, even smart people that could easily get the, um, like, to learn about finances and how to manage your money. They they don't know much about credit cards. Like, I'll tell you, give you an example. Like, my friend was telling once about um, someone that we knew had told um like a, some another friend that oh you know if you want to have that um that purse or whatever just get a new credit card and put it on there and and just don't pay it off and you know if it's only like a little bit of money they're not going to worry too much about it and you don't you can just like forget about it and you don't have to pay it off these and they thought and these are university educated people yeah, they were young, but they thought they they thought that oh well because it's such a small amount, and this is probably just because someone told them that they could do this, and now we can get a free purse because I don't and I don't need to pay it off because no one's gonna send a collections agency for like a, such a small amount, right? But the thing is, they don't realize is this is left on their um, like credit, credit yeah, yeah. whatever for for however long right and they can't get ever get a new credit card now because they never paid off their like or any kind of loan or yeah or they can't get any kind of loan now right yeah you know like it doesn't and i think that's the concern is that you don't like people aren't don't get very educated about this like and so is that that is such a big issue like in our society right but like, but isn't that uh, commerce isn't that the idea that you know if everybody was frugal then you have this paradox of thrift where you know you kind of want people like that because if everyone is responsible then the economy wouldn't thrive and if the economy doesn't thrive then people don't have jobs they don't have money to buy things and it perpetuates the problem no but i think that if people have money and they spend what they ha- have what if they don't have much i mean saving is like kryptonite to the economy right so wouldn't you want to encourage people to start buying stuff on credit because it actually well credit actually creates inflation because it's creating it's 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 like printing money you're giving money that that doesn't otherwise exist and if they're never able able to pay that off then like, how is that a good thing well because you know it could be like a survival of the fittest type mentality where you have these people that should be weeded out, they don't, they buy a purse, ruin their credit, and then they, you know, five years later, they decide, oh, I, want a, uh, I want a mortgage, and they don't qualify. Well, good, you shouldn't qualify. You should be weeded out, and you've been weeded out as a dummy, right? You couldn't handle a $3,000 credit card, and guess what? That has consequences, and you're weeded out of the house market as a result. And, and, and if that happens to people, then... 
Well, what about like people Isn't that, a good that thing? instead of not getting weeded out, but they pay their minimum payment and that's what they keep doing that. And so they just like, they're not getting, they don't have, I don't know, I guess if you just okay, pay but- off what you can, um, like just a little bit, but your debt is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, then um, like, oh, and then eventually what people are like have to declare bankruptcy, that doesn't do, that's not like, that's not going to be good for the economy. Whose fault is it, though? I mean, are you saying that, you know, we need to educate people so that doesn't happen? Because who, who's, who's but the thing is, it's, affected when somebody files for bankruptcy? Like insurance companies and then, and as a result, everybody else is, like, you know, for a collective, everybody else, uh, their insurance premium raises the next year because of, you know, a few bad seeds. Is that is that the idea? I don't really know. Yeah, who knows? But I think the thing is that it, it people aren't educated enough about it, and like banks make it seem easy, right? They're like, oh, you just have to pay this. Like people don't think about it, even like with your mortgages. Like I was saying to you, like you don't realize that at by the end of your um, at, of paying off your mortgage, you really pay like you know double what your the price of your house was because you're having to pay all of this interest another thing is with like the you know when you have shorter terms of of mortgages you're only ever paying off the interest you don't even really pay off your principal like i don't see how people are even able to pay off a mortgage if like you're they're all for like five year terms only because you've like let's say your mortgage is for two hundred thousand dollars. Like by the end of your five years, you've paid off like twenty thousand dollars off that mortgage. Okay, fine. Although that's it true, is, is interest. Although right? what you're saying is true, how is it relevant to our conversation? You y- mean, like I'm just saying that in general, like this is just like one piece of it. This is targeting kids who are even more like susceptible to this, right? Which is, I think, what their concern is that like our whole like society people need to be more responsible about their money they need to learn more about like not going into like huge amounts of debt and not being able to like ever be free of that right okay but that's happening without spider-man telling them yeah exactly right and i think the thing is that's with the the fear is that because it's already such a big problem now we're targeting kids we're not like instead of teaching them that like we you're saying target like it's a negative thing that's it's you're kind of building in your you know assumptions into that definition it's not necessarily targeting kids it could be well it's a comic it's you're obviously okay fine but target kind of has a negative connotation if you say you know you're you're it can be a positively target someone okay it just means it is designed for them right and the thing is you can it would be great if it was like a comic but it was more educational like more to do like not like not so much educational then it'll lose its purpose right you, it's not going to be like a, an advertorial where you have this big lengthy thing about like interest rates and you know asterisks and you got to read the fine print like oh interest rates can fluctuate and blah blah, blah. like you know what I mean how how much education do you know. want Why don't you go to this practicalmoneyskills.ca and see what it says what's huh. what's on what else is on there Well yeah maybe later I saw this one lady at a store uh I can't remember if I was working on the store or if I was behind her in line, I think I was behind her in line and she had a fur coat 
and like designer handbags and looked really rich. And she had a purchase for like, I'm going to make up a number, something like 200 bucks, let's say, right? Paid with a credit card, that credit card declined. Took out another credit card, that credit card declined. Took out another credit card, that credit card declined. She went through like five or six credit cards. And then, you know, here's an example of someone who looks very rich, but Mm -hmm. is clearly tapped out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... but that's the thing, right? Like, and also, like, you know, when um, that example of the couple that went shopping down in the States, like, you know, four credit cards get declined. They try to put it on their debit card and they don't take Canadian debit cards. And so, but... Like, what example is that? Um, like, Suk was telling us about when he went down to the outlets in the States and there was this couple at, like, shopping for Levi's jeans or whatever. They've got a couple pairs of jeans and they go take it to the counter and it's like, you know, they go through four credit cards that have been declined, try to put it on a debit card, can't do that. And that's when they finally decide not to buy the jeans. It's like, hello, like if you've been declined by four credit cards, maybe you shouldn't be spending your money hey, on new jeans. but you jeans. don't understand. The jeans are on sale, which is which is ridiculous. If you actually think about it, you buy yeah. something that's 50% off and because you you can't afford it. You have to pay back your credit card uh, in interest. By the time you end up paying off those jeans, you'll probably have paid $300 for that. Yeah. For all your items, you put a barbecue on there, you put a pair of jeans, a shoes, a shopping trip. Even if you're getting a fantastic deal up front, it takes you six years to pay it off. You've now paid $400 for a pair of shoes, you know, $1,000 for a $400 barbecue. Yeah. It's so crazy, right? And people don't think people, about that. People don't think about it. And then the other thing is here, the comic is saying, well, banks can manage your money. They can help you determine the best way to earn more money through interest and investments. <laughs> what bank is actually actually trying to help you? Well, I mean, yeah, they're trying to help you make money, but they're trying to make money off you, right? Especially with credit cards. Like, you worked at, like, in the banking industry. Like, really, how often are they trying to actually save people money or actually trying to help people like they're not they're trying to screw people over i I remember i had five thousand dollars in a savings account i think i had it for a year i made like 13 cents of interest but then i had like one or two withdrawals which were like 250 each (laughs) so i get charged five dollars for my withdrawals but i had you know made 13 cents of interest it's it's it should be a crime that's that should be illegal right you the whole reason banks exist is because you give them your money they bo- they ridiculous. take your money at pennies on the dollar and yeah. then they'll lend it out to other people, including yourself, if you want more, for twenty percent. Yeah, that should be a crime. Well, it's the way that banks make money, right? Uh, one way, yeah. It's they also get paid on transactions, like transaction fees called swipe fees. Uh, that's no, but I mean, like, if they didn't charge you, how would <clears throat> banks stay in business? That's the the whole model. Well, the, the is, swipe fee, right? You could still, in theory. Like, you know, uh, each quarter these banks make like a billion dollars per quarter. So, yes, you're right. They probably wouldn't make as much money, but they could probably even just on the swipe fees alone, they could probably sustain a, a, a living. Right. Because yeah, I every so. time I, don't I think pay swipe fees. Oh, well, fine. But a lot of people do. Right. And every time you use your credit card, I believe it's a certain percentage. It's like two point five percent of the transaction, which is a nightmare for uh businesses because you know if you want to buy a car the the visa uh policy says there's no amount too small or too large that you can put on a credit card and um and uh but a lot of people will say oh you know if you shop here and you're spending under 10 bucks you have to 
You have to pay this extra fee. Yeah. yeah. And so they're essentially passing it on to the customer. And then if you, you know, say you want to buy a car and you want to buy a car, your credit card, which is kind of, well, it's okay if you want to, if you have the money, you just want to earn the points. I could see how you want to do that. But uh, people say, oh, no, like in a lot of car companies, they say, oh, no, you can only put a maximum of $5,000 or $10,000 because they don't want to pay, you know, the 2% transit, yeah. to the credit card company. But what ends up happening is that a company will just uh, increase the price on everything. So to, to avoid that, right? So if you want to buy, a, uh, uh, say, a, a $100 pair of shoes and the company has to pay $2.50 the visa, well, they're just going to increase the price of the shoes to $102.50, right? So if I go in there with cash, I have to pay more money because it's already been worked in, yeah. right? So that kind of screws everybody over. But the the point is, is swipe fees happen with debit cards. Debit cards are much less. It's a it's a it's a fixed rate. So, uh, it, regardless of your transaction, it's like a hundred bucks or ten thousand. You, the the company will pay uh, like you know twelve cents or something. Yeah. So, they they prefer debit. Well, they prefer cash yeah, than debit than yeah. credit. But you know the the problem with that if you uh, don't like the fees and you say okay, well we're not accepting credit cards, then you you're losing a ton of business. business. You know, because how many people are going to go in there to buy a Louis Vuitton purse with cash or a, on their debit card? Well, probably a lot of people, but, you know, yeah. there's probably a good portion of them that don't, can't afford it. I see tons of people on the bus with a designer handbags. Yeah. So, which is ridiculous. You pay $3,000 for a handbag, assuming it's real, but then you ride the bus and all your other clothes that you're wearing are really expensive too. Mm-hmm. What is this saying? You're really eco-friendly, <laughs> but you have... You know, hey, what? I ride the bus. Well, there's nothing wrong with riding the bus. I'm, the point is, it's like if you're trying to create the image that you have a lot of money, and they, assuming they're they riding the bus because they, they don't have money. They can only afford that much, though. They can only afford that, which, like, you know, in some circles is like a requirement. Like, you know, everyone has to have, you have to have your, like, Louis Vuitton purse or whatnot, or else you're, you, you don't fit in, right? Yes, absolutely. Especially here. Yeah. So, but the thing is, if you if you didn't have, like, these status items, uh, like sports cars or Louis Vuitton bags, and, and that wasn't popular, then you wouldn't have people buying those things, which would affect the economy. And you wouldn't have people desiring those things, which might affect uh, productivity. So isn't the fact that these things are coveted advantageous eventually like you know uh to the economy or is it detrimental i don't know i think that thing is you know personally i'm a very like anti um consumerism kind of the whole idea of like marketing and making people feel like they need to have these items like that really bothers me right um, whether or not it is, it would be detrimental to society. Like, obviously, if no one ever wanted to buy anything and everyone just, like, lived in boxes with no nothing in them, like, that's not going to be good for the economy, right? Like, we need to have people spending money and whatnot. Although I don't really understand all of that stuff, so well, okay, but I, like I don't know what would happen if people only like bought the necessities. You know what would happen then? Yeah, it's it's complicated. I, I haven't really thought about it. But if you think about like I used to think, well, I still kind of think like this when people you know tell me that they're like, oh, I want to go into marketing. You know, essentially what they're saying is that 
I want, I'm good at tricking people and manipulating people. And that's what I want to do as a living. Yeah. I want to work for a company where I can trick people into buying this laundry detergent over the competitor. And I'm going to do that with, you know, somewhat unethical means. I'm going to create a, a, a jingle or a fancy label or, you know, a, um, a viral video. And, you know, like if you're, if you're like, look at society as like a us versus them mentality where you have like the consumers and then the people trying to sell to consumers, mm-hmm. then you would hate the people trying to sell to us because they're using deceptive means, right? You would be like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I don't, I don't like it how they're tricking me to, to buy a certain product that might be inferior, you know, because like, yeah. you know, like there's tons of things that are just crappy quality, mm-hmm, but, but, but then, like but then for someone brand. from the consumer saying like, Hey, I want to go join that team. Isn't that kind of treasonous? Isn't that kind of like, like they're, they're kind of like a morally bankrupt person. It's like, well, that's why I never, you know, I never got that. Like I took marketing, um, in when I was in university and I didn't do very well in it, but like, yeah, like the whole idea of it is just, you are, you're, you're trying to make people want what you're selling. Right. And I think some people go into it maybe because they do, um, like they want to, if, you know, if they really believed in their product or whatever, then like they felt like, you know, this is something that the world really does need. It's going to be like so much better for your life than like, it's not all bad, right? Like there are some things that like, I'm sure things you've bought that have made your life so much better and, um, so much easier, I know a few people that like did went into marketing. I'm not really sure what exactly they do now, but I never really got that. Like I wouldn't, I would not want to do that. So on the other I side, be able to do it. Yeah, it seems kind of gross. It seems weird to go in there like, hmm, who are we going to trick today? Let's let's uh, brighten the the shade of this yellow on our label a, a slight bit yeah. because studies have shown that that will attract the eye uh, to toddlers and get them to to buy our product. Here's the problem. Here's the flip side though. You're an honest you know, an honest person trying to make it in this world, trying to make a living, you create a a brand, let's say, you know, you open up a pizzeria, you saved for, you know, 10 years, finally get your, your pizzeria business. And you want to compete with Pizza Hut, Boston Pizza, and all these companies. Well, what can you do? You want to advertise, right? You want to put flyers out and maybe have a plane fly by with a a big banner. You want to maybe get on the radio and, and create a jingle. You're essentially trying to attract people to, to your company. Now let's say that works and you grow and you can become bigger. Well, now you have, you employ 55,000 people, uh, which all have families and everybody's dependent on that job to sustain their family income because they have, you know, desires and they put their kids through school and all this kind of thing. And now you have a huge, you know, conglomerate or a huge corporation that it doesn't take much for something to derail that. Like one lawsuit, because the cost of running that business is so high that if you have, if you lose market share, if you have one, uh, like, um, somebody sues you for, you know, like tainted meat or something like that and you lose like 40 million dollars that could cripple your entire company and put all these people out of work so in order to keep the machine going you have to put out ads and say hey buy our pizza over their pizza because in you know 
our pizza has cheese in the crust. Our pizza has this. So if you just look at it from like, this is what you have to do to survive. It's a matter of survival. And if you want to put, you know, toys in, in your happy meal to attract kids, that's just commerce. That's just business. That's just trying to be competitive. So they don't, they drive through your drive through rather than Burger King's. Mm -hmm. Right. Is that wrong? Because if me and you are in that situation, we'd do the exactly, exactly the same thing. Yeah. We want people to come to uh, to our pizzeria or and our I th- and I coffee shop or whatever, is, like, right? In terms of like, and actually when people are very successful, like it, it's you're selling a brand, like you're, you're selling something to you that people don't really need. And then you're trying to make them feel like they do need it. Like, you know, like the whole like iPods or like Apple and whatever, like they have had like, incredible success with their marketing right like they're not creating just i think that's a, pop, a bad e- just selling a th- po- that's a there. that's a bad example because those products are awesome <laughs> you know the, the a better yeah. example would be something on like the shopping channel where it's like oh this chamois also um you know is, is a cat scratcher and it's also you know like it can clean your car and oil stains like something that you're creating a market that might be a better example because that's that stuff on that Shopping channels usually junk. Well, everything. But iPhones are watch, amazing. No, but that's the thing is they've they've you know they, but you can say like, obviously the people that created it, the iPhone think it's amazing, so now they're gonna sell it to you. Maybe the person who created the chamois thinks it's the most amazing product because obviously they they created it based on something that they felt was a need or not obviously, but. You know, usually that's how they come out with these ideas, right? And they probably think that, oh, you know, this is so great. Like, it's helped me so much. I want the world to also be able to share in this. Shake weight. That's a good example. What? Have you heard the shake weight? It's like like a weight that has a a spring in it or something like that. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, if you... Or, like, yeah, like all these, like, fitness products... You know, yeah. like the the the, it, the twister, the, the the belt that shakes your blubber away, or yeah, like, or like um, any of oh, those. by the way, uh, Skechers yesterday uh, got sued for forty, I think it's forty million dollars because they advertised that their shoes will make you lose weight, and yeah. oh, that's yeah, that actually was, unfounded. Yeah. It's like totally not true. Yeah. So it's the de- de- deception. Yeah, or even like well, s- similar to those is like the Fit Flop. I don't know if it actually works. Although my friend Flip Flop, a sandal. It's Fit Flop. What's that? It's like it's the same kind of idea as the Skechers. Like somehow by wearing these, it's supposed to work out your legs or something like that. There are these f- flip flops that all right are supposed to be like helping you exercise while you walk in them. I don't know if that, they that, have that's, any. That's that could be possible, right? Yeah. Well, my friends that has a pair was like yeah no i feel like it's actually doing some work on my legs who knows it could just be actually creating more work on your body and that's why but so there's a certain percentage of products out there that are created to make money solely to make money and there's other people that might create this product like an inventor who took his product on the road to road shows uh, some big corporation bought it off of him like the snuggie or something like that and he's really excited to get you know his new shovel design in canadian tire or his new snuggie in walmart you know it could be somebody's really passionate yeah. with this product it helped them they've they've put together a, a, a product and they love it but there's also a bunch of products that suck but then there's also things like you know brand marketing just like you know why is what is so special about Okay, like Coca-Cola I'm not gonna say versus generic brand cola. 
Oh, no. Tylenol versus no, generic brand. Coca Cola. No, it's is a subjective. Not the same. It's a subjective taste. I bet you, if you had the 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 well, yeah, like, in, that's like the, thing the generic is... brand in the Coca Cola bottle, and it's always been that way, and the Coke, the taste of Coca Cola was in the generic bottle, you probably still like Coke. Well, I guess the you thing would develop is, a like, taste for. But I mean, what's like, I've drank Coke. I drink Pepsi. I've drank you know generic bottle, whatever. I've drank lots of different colas. Like, I personally prefer the taste of the Coca-Cola one, right? Like, and I have to admit that a lot of times I think Pepsi ads are better than some of the Coca-Cola ones, but it's not, like, based on their, like, advertising. Like, when I was a kid, I didn't have, I didn't care for Coke or Pepsi. Like, I didn't have a predisposed, like, I'm a Pepsi fan versus a Coke fan, right? I did. I remember that being a big thing. It was always, like, a team of something. Do you like Coke or Pepsi? Or do you like Letterman well, but, or Leno? And, but who... Like, it would, who you had like to choose a, a side. Well, and, like, but which... You know, how do you choose your side, then, back then? Well, for a number of reasons. Like, you know, I would I would have... Uh, I would generally go with, like, the, who, what I thought was the underdog or what people didn't like the most. You know, like, you know, like, watching wrestling. I would like the person that no one would have liked. Like, oh, I like the Brooklyn Brawler. All right, well, then... Or I like the Bulldog or something. You know, somebody is, nobody likes is, that guy. Who, so who, do people like Coke or Pepsi more? I don't even know. But what I'm saying, it could be a number of reasons. It could be because you know. But I'm saying that now, like I prefer the taste of Coke. Like, and I remember when we were kids, like we'd have like the Pepsi challenge or whatever. I always picked Coke, even though like you get the crappier prize if you pick Coke. You know. Yeah. Did you read the book um, Tipping Point by no. Malcolm Gladwell? He talks about that, where he says that the the um the uh in a pure taste test between pepsi and coke and this was a marketing campaign released by pepsi pep coke was getting crushed pep everybody liked pepsi uh well not everybody but like you know a huge percentage like yeah. let's say 80 or 90 percent and coke was uh their sales plummeted and everyone you know at coke was trying to figure out why and they created i believe New Coke. New Coke, right. Yeah, which tastes more like Pepsi. And so people didn't they, like that at they all. put it in like a bunch of uh, sweeteners. That's the thing. Pepsi's sweeter than Coke. So I then, don't like the taste So then it. it was really sweet, but this sale still plummeted. And they, di- they didn't figure out that the reason why Pepsi was winning in a taste test is because you're only sampling a small cup of the Pepsi. And, and as a small cup of it, you don't mind the sweetness. But an entire can, you don't like that. You won't want an entire can of really sweet soda. So they went back to Coca-Cola Classic to announce that, hey, we've abandoned New Coke. Something like that. No, no. Anyways, but I think what the thing that like I don't like more is also, you know, with items that you really people don't need. Like, just junk stuff that just sits around. Like, that's a person, like thing that I just have an issue with like I remember when I was in the states and then I saw this ad like because they're the worst I think in America like you watch tv and it's like constantly like daytime tv night any time of the day there's like a ton of ads trying to sell you things right like at least we're like you know unless you're watching those shopping channels you're not getting like inundated with like buy this now but like there it's like you watch any TV show and it's got like buy this product and they had this one product that was like this it's like a folder and you can like organize your things um which 
But it, or like, but there's this one thing they were selling. It was like ten dollar bills with the national parks on it, and it's just like a ten dollar bill. And, and they're selling printed, it for like, 100. and they're selling it for like I don't know, like I think like in the end it's like, but buy it today, and it's only nineteen ninety nine, right? And I was just like, this <laughs> is hilarious. terrible. Like you know, I'm just like they what sell the you ten dollars for twenty. Yeah, and, you, and it's <laughs> like, and you know, what are you gonna do with this thing? All you can do with it is like. Put it up on your wall or something, because you're not, or like you know, you that's put, a really save good example. It. Like, and it's not, it's like, oh, this is a collector's Collector, item yeah. or whatever, right? Like I thought it was terrible. And then but isn't I told- the, the the fact that you advertise that it's a collector's item kind of disingenuous because you don't know if it's a collector's item yet. Well, because yeah, the because- idea of a collector's item is that it's you know rare or it's coveted yeah. or something like that, but. But to announce is, that collectors are going to want this, you should want it too if you're a collector. That's kind of weird, right? I think they can say that just if, you know, if they've only made limited number of them, right? It's the whole, like, or, like, the thing that, like, if there's not a lot of something, it makes it Supply and demand. valuable, but it's not necessarily true, right? Just because there's only a hundred of these, um, yeah, you, it, you've you got something that's very rare, like, and it is one of, it's like, a, it's a... It is like a collector's item just because there's only this many of them that were produced and maybe there's like a special like number on right. it and whatever so you can track it but doesn't doesn't it doesn't actually say anything about it being it'll, that'll actually be worth anything, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I always like I remember watching that and just thinking like imagining in my head like these people in like suburban america in their houses just like totally full of random junk like stuffed all over their houses because they're buying like folders to tuck away their bills and then like national parks ten dollar bills that they have to yeah like on their walls or whatever like you know but i okay so yeah i used to work at a credit card company and I would see ladies, usually the same type of demographic, like an old lady, maybe 60, 65, and their entire bill would say TSC, would stand for the shopping channel. And it would be over and over and over, like the entire statement would have maybe 30 or 40 payments to the shopping channel. So these people, it seems to be the case that they're buying things that they don't need. They're watching the shopping channel for the purpose of shopping. I want to buy some things. Oh, that looks nice. Oh, I'll get that. But that's a sickness, right? But then, you know, they're also, but if they're, they're also, like 65, they're retired. They don't have anything better to do. Maybe they're these single women that have all this money and they're thinking they're going to die in five years. They, they might as products. well do something. But, but here's the here's the kind of argument. It's like if you don't have people like that, and even me and you to, to uh, some extent, you know, we buy a lot of things that we don't need. Like when we do spring cleanings, we throw away stuff that we've never worn. Or we throw away brand new things that we've never used. Our house is filled with stuff that we don't need, actually need, right? Yeah. So, I mean, but that's creating commerce, right? That's like creating, perpetuating the system. I Not know. saying it's a, it's a, it's the best way. The the system is set up the best way. There could be another way. But if you didn't have advertising, if you if you didn't reach a large number of people, it would be like the 1800s, where everyone was on like you know horse ridden carriages and. You tried to advertise your, you know, uh, your new, you know, bow and arrow or something that you've invented, and only people in that local community are going to know about it. 
So you can't get more money to invest back in your business to make a better product. And if that's the case, then everybody's kind of stilted, right? You know, me and you have been the benefactor of living in the society that we have iPhones, but iPhone could only be possible if there was another, a number of other predecessors before yeah. that, right? And there could only be that with money and commerce and advertising. I guess so, but like, there's like, you know, cause I'm just thinking about your like old retired woman example like the kind of stuff they're probably buying are gonna be like little ballerina figurines and like this crystal bear you know those are the probably the kinds of things right. they're buying right and those things are so like you know what's what's the purpose of having like how you know how much joy are these people actually getting out of purchasing these items and then like the then you know, they die and you go into their home and they have like a billion little figurines around That they've looked house. at once. Uh, yeah. They put and, on the shelf. And it's like, well, this money could have been spent like, you know, let's say if it when she died, she decided that she's going to donate her money to children in Africa or something. It's like, but no, she spent it all on little figurines. Yeah, that's that's a good point. But how many people are doing that? Buying little figurines? No, no, no. How many people would have otherwise gave their money to charity. And well they're not, but they should. That's my point. They should be. Um if you're not using that money, well it's like, you know, it's like I'd rather to you're saying, spend my money on buying this little figurine. You can't necessarily say that because if that makes them happy and not the figurine, but the actual transaction, the purchase of, you know, I'll give you this these coins and in return I'll get this shiny crystal bear. That might bring happiness in that person's life. And if you take that away from them, they might live a miserable life. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, but how sad is that? How sad is it that we get so much more joy from having a little, the, from the giving someone money to get a little shiny crystal bear? Uh, and like we, we get more, the fact that we get more joy from that. You're kind of discounting like, the fact that it's putting business, creating business for the crystal bear maker who might be some single mom in making these in her garage or she wouldn't have a garage but in her you know in her studio apartment so you would but want old ladies to give like, her business no, so now she can put her kid through college and that kid grows up to cure cancer but i i'd want her to come up with something better than crystal bears but that's that's not fair you can't say you can't you know some people have limitations on what they can 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 create and maybe the crystal bear will eventually turn into a snow globe which will eventually turn into you know some sort of tesla coil that you know can you know cure cancer i don't know something like that it the bear is might just be the, the first step in something like that could lead to something right. wonderful fine how do you respond to that it could I don't know that it won't. Yeah, so I, I'm very cautious when people say the word should. You should do that. You should go to charity. And by the way, I, sorry. I didn't say they, you said that. They're like, you should go to give your money to charity instead of buying these figurines. That's what you said. Isn't it wrong I for you to say that? I said more people should. You well, said, whatever. Well, you word, used the word that. should. But you can't say that because it's like you shouldn't do anything. You can do whatever you want. Well, you can do whatever you want. But I, it's my opinion that... If p more people were more generous and did, like, help okay, but how, that it but, would make it would make this world better. You don't know that. That's what I'm saying. It might make the world better to give money to the crystal uh, manufacturer, the crystal bear um, lady, because that money will put her kid through college, who eventually will create something wonderful, like a cure for a, a disease.
But the thing is, and, like, if this, if there were more, like, if our society had more, had put put more of the money into making it so that everyone has these opportunities to to do that and wasn't so reliant on, like... Where's the money coming from, though? Taxes? Well, like, the money that would otherwise go to buying crystal bears, maybe, yeah. Like, but you're, what are you saying, though? You're saying you take money from people? And isn't that essentially a form of taxation? You take money from people, like, oh, uh, and then you make people live destitute. It's like, hey, like, instead of earning, you know, $3,000 a month, you're going to now earn 800 bucks a month. But don't worry. You would have just used that money to buy junk anyway. But now what we're going to do is we're going to put that money and we're going to pay a bunch of bureaucrats because I want to get elected next uh, term and I want to create jobs. I want to make the illusion like I've created jobs. But really all I've done is just created other paper pushers and make government bigger. So... How how do you get all of that from, I said, like, if people had, you know, like, if you, if there was more equal opportunity, like, as a, uh, like, children to learn or, like, have the opportunities to reach their potential. Okay, how do you do that, though? You need a program or maybe money, right? Probably both. Yeah. Okay, where is that money coming from to create that program? Society, right? Taxes. Probably, yeah. Right. So you're taxing people. You're trying to take away their crystal bear money, right? But I'm not saying that we're leaving them with $800, right? Like, it's... I'm saying like. So, do you figure out how much money you would spend on junk per month? No, and then I mean, tax them like, that amount. If you, I'm just saying like. But then we'd be living in an apartment the, with you know one one pot, uh, probably no television or no computer because well, you don't need like that. You take away all their money, right? Like. But everything's junk. You know, I mean, nothing's really necessity. I'm not saying that everyone should just buy the necessities. Like, I'm just. But then where do you draw the line? Like, you can't have a crystal bear, but you can have uh, a snuggie. You know, our Snuggies out? Are we going to be cold and, and uncomfortable when we watch movies? No, I'm not saying that, oh, you should have enough money for whatever. You can spend your money on, like, like really, if the Crystal Bear is going to bring you so much joy, then that's fine, right? But I, the whole point of it was, like, you know, people have this, they've been tricked into thinking that this is what brings them happiness, is having all these things oh, hang on is going to make you really happy, right? Like, the whole idea of, like... Wasn't uh, that kind of an assumption? You're saying they've been tricked into it? Maybe they've developed that desire on their own, and that actually does make them happy, and not having those things would make them miserable. No, because that's the whole, like, our, you know, idea behind, like, people, like, the whole consumerism and everything, right? Like, it's like, we want stuff. Stuff is going to make us happy. Stuff doesn't actually make you happy. What makes us happy? Developing meaningful relationships. Uh, achieving goals. Um, c- contributing to a community. Uh, creating something. Well, yeah, I think those things do, right? Like, the thing is So that, we're all yeah, happy, but we're all broke. Why are we broke? Why? Because why you can't it, keep the system it? going on on uh, having a friendship. Friendships don't make money. Now, if you want to start saying that, oh, well, maybe money's the problem, that's a huge can of worms because how do you motivate people to do crappy jobs? How do you get the guy to clean the sewers? We need a guy to clean the sewers. How do we get him to do that? What, do we just pay everybody in friendship? We give him a friend? 
We're gonna give you the best friend. Don't worry. We have a program in place. Right. I'm. I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, shut you down. I'm trying to create. You know, be the devil's advocate here. If so, it sounds like money might be. You know, it's it's a way to lubricate transactions, right? So you show up at the marketplace and you make tables, and another guy shows up at the marketplace and he has a sheep or a cow. Well, how many tables does it need to create a cow? And then you have to show up at the same time the same place you know let's say okay i, I want to trade my cow for a table you have to kind of show up at the same time the table guy does it's complicated okay i want two and a half tables for my one cow it it's complicated right so money kind of lubricates the transaction makes it makes it easy right so the problem doesn't necessarily mean money maybe the problem is inflation the fact that you can print money that devalues everything you know like a house a hundred years ago let's say was twenty thousand dollars that same house today is worth 1.2 million it's not the value of the house has become you know increased it's that the value of the dollar has been decreased so it takes more of it to buy the same thing so if you have like say like an e-currency that might not work either you'd have to have something like you know because we have what's known you know the fiat currency is it's a currency that's not backed by gold so back in the day you would have a a a uh, the money actually represented one piece of gold or something like that. So you couldn't just print money because it had to correspond with. Yes, exactly. But then we went away from that and it caused a ton of problems. And e-currency, uh, the only kind of advantage I would see is that is that you couldn't have cash. And if you can't have cash, you can't have black market transactions occurring because if it's electronic there's always a paper trail and people don't want paper trails so in theory you mm. wouldn't have people buying guns or or you know uh harmful substances or like you know like weapons or well that is a i said that but like you know like a bomb or or a harmful drug or or you know uh, I'll, I'll pay you you know three thousand dollars if you if you kill this guy or something like that you can't have that because it's all going to be tracked so that's the kind of advantage of e-currency. The problem is that you get some really smart guy that just bumps up a couple zeros in his bank account. So instead of $1,000, he now has you know, a million dollars or something like that. So it actually doesn't curb inflation. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, kind of. I don't we know. Need, we need a, the point is we need something that's better than money. The only thing that could be better than money is either e-currency so there's no but even printing. But you have an e-currency, that doesn't stop people from trading things. Right. We don't want people to stop trading things. We want people to stop they can, so there criminal behavior things. So there still be a black things. market because, because you could be like, look, um, I want these drugs. I'm going to give you this gun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. But then or it, I'm gonna give it makes it. This, that's like my 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 I'm table and cow this, example. It makes I'm it so buy inconvenient. This computer and like, or you know, you gotta. Bring I'm gonna buy this. a prostitute and I'll give you my computer. Yeah. Something like that, right? But then it's complicated. It's like the it's like the yeah, table and the cow example because it's complicated because, doesn't mean that people yeah, but, that are wanting will, to do bad things are gonna do bad things. Yeah, but it will reduce the amount of trade. When I say it lubricates transactions. It's it's essentially like quite literally it makes it easy. So if you make it difficult, you know, presumably it would not a lot of people would do it. It would still take place, but it'd be more difficult. It's like, hey, I'll trade you this gun for your computer. Oh, well, I already have a gun. What else do you have to trade? I so don't know. I have a snuggie. Like, I don't want to do it. There, so we can't make gonna, a trade. I'm just gonna shoot you. <laughs> I'm just gonna, gonna shoot kill you. you and take your take your whatever. But that guy also has on. a gun. Yeah, well, I'm gonna kill you first. Yeah, but that's one less criminal, right? 
it, it might be better. Okay, fine. So that's just one possible scenario how what's better than paper money. Um, the other thing is you have money, but you introduce it in, back into the fiat system. But that doesn't really seem plausible. I mean, you, I, I'm not sure how you swap out. This has happened a few times in history, and I don't have a good... Uh, you know, knowledge of, of how this is possible. How do you swap out a currency? Like this happened in like, wasn't it in like, you know, um, Germany, the, the hyperinflation. Do you hear about that? Where the money was becoming devalued at such a rapid rate that they constantly had to print more money. And then printing money became so ineffe ineffective. They just end up stamping like extra zeros on money and, and you'd have pay breaks. Uh, so if you're working at, let's say like, um, you know, like a box company, they'll pay you in boxes because they, because they pay you $10 million for an hour's work. And by the end of the day, it's worth nothing. You can't even buy a loaf of bread. People were just burning money. Have you never heard about this? So people would be paid in kind, right? I work at a bread company, just pay me in bread or. So they end up just bartering. They, I, I don't know. It became so devalued that it was worthless. People would be have pay breaks. So you work an eight-hour shift. You, you're like, pay me every two hours so I can go and spend this. Because by the next two hours, this is going to become so devalued. It's going to be worthless. And people just have like, you know, sometimes you go to like Asian countries and they'll have like, you know, like a million dollar printed on a bill. That's the same thing. They're, that money has become so devalued that they yeah, have to create yeah, more zeros yeah. on it. Yeah, exactly. So so then you just say, okay, hang on a sec. You, you put a stop to it all. But okay, this currency obviously sucks. Let's let's make a new currency. And let's only print, you know, a million bills. And we'll just divvy that up amongst our people. But then the problem is that, well, these millions are not really enough. Let's just print more of it. I think what happened in Germany is that they printed money to pay back debt. That's what I think that's what happened. So they started printing. They're like, oh, we owe, you know, Switzerland and France all this money. Well, I got an idea. Why don't we just print the money and then give it to them? So that's exactly what they did. They printed the money, gave it to them. France took the money, cashed it into their economy, you know. So it creates this huge influx of money, which otherwise didn't exist. And supply and demand, you have a large surplus of something and not a lot of demand for it. Uh, you know, price goes down. Devalues. Okay, so that's, you know, a little history lesson on on swapping out currency and you know i think the euro this is another example so it's possible to scrap a currency or combine currencies that's possible so if you want to create a fiat system but how, how is that even... because we'd have to take away all the bills from people no, and say hey what's... come to the bank and with all your money and we'll give you this money but it, don't worry it's equivalent to the money that you have but then we'll never print another bill this is it it's plastic money or something like that but that but then sometimes money gets lost. You know, I lost it in a house fire or I buried it. So you have to create more of it. So you constantly have to print it. But with e-currency, it can't be destroyed. It's always there. It's always tra changing hands. That's kind of the advantage, is it not? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. We're talking about creating a system that doesn't... The, but like, is that... I, don't, I haven't even been like really sold on the fact that inflation is the problem which is what you seem to be trying to solve okay here. i may have made a, a logical leap here basically what i'm saying is that you have you need to make money to pay for your life your, your lifestyle your cost of living right pay your rent pay your food all that kind of stuff you need to keep working longer hours or to get raises because the average cost of goods 
increases inflation, right? Do you understand that concept? So but you're, you're making $20,000 about... a year for the next 50 years. Your, co- your standard of living will decrease every year by about 3%. You'll be able to buy 3% less things. So that's a problem. I'm trying to solve that, though. No, but it, it's, it's, it's tied into everything, right? I guess so. You're saying that you want to take money from people. I didn't say I'm going to take money from To people, put it in programs right? to help educate kids. But you can't take money from people because they don't have any money. Well, why don't you take money from the people that have money? That That's good, yeah. Because like, that's what's happening in America. They have uh, this problem where you... you uh, eliminate, I don't know if eliminate is the right word, but you know, the, the, the middle class is eroding. So you have more people becoming poor and, and, uh, you know, a, a percentage of people are rich, right? But rich people don't get taxed and poor people don't get taxed. So they're too poor to be taxed and rich people are too rich to be taxed. So you have no income tax. Yeah. It creates a huge, pro- huge problem, right? So, uh, so the solution is to, to tax rich people. But if you're rich, you're not going to like that. You know, I made $5 million this year. You take away, to, you know, half of that? Why? You know, I worked hard for that. It makes me not want to strive. If you're just going to do that, I don't want to strive, right? I don't want to pay for all these people's roads and healthcare system. So that seems a little unfair, right? There's this, there's this concept like noblesse oblige, nobles oblige, that says that, if you're rich, you have an obligation to help the poor man. But is it fair? Uh, well, it depends on what you see as fair, right? I mean, that's the thing. It's like all of this, even just like what we're talking about, whether or not we should be uh, like making debt seem like a good thing or wanting to have nice things for kids like all of this is just based on our own values right and everyone's gonna have different values about it is it it, you know is it really actually good like good or bad to to be in debt right like yes when you have like crippling debt and like your whole like economy kind of collapses as a result of it i would say that most people would think that that's not a good thing but like you know, where do you draw the line then? Like, what is it? Is it actually bad? Like, I mean, so is it the bank's fault for doling out the rope to people to hang themselves? And and going back to this comic, is that you're saying the problem is that because people aren't educated and people are essentially irresponsible and the banks are, you know, handing out, you know, free rope, knowing fully well, these people are going to hang themselves. That that's a problem. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, like, I mean, in, in terms of, like, the and whole, like, everything that's happened in the last however many years, right? Who's to blame? It's the bank, right? Like, how everyone's economy is, like, super bad now in the world. Whose fault is it? That's where I went with inflation. It might be the, it might be the government's fault for printing money. Because what banks do, banks play an integral role. If you ever study con- economics, banks play an integral role to uh, the economy based on... Uh, the the fluctuation of interest rates you know when the economy Mm -hmm. gets uh this like cyclical fluctuations of booms and busts when it's you know really down they reduce interest rates to increase borrowing so people increase spending and then when uh the economy booms they want to you know curb that so it doesn't get too crazy and they increase interest rates so if you want to borrow money it it costs costs you right so the banks seem to be playing a role and this is uh regulated by the government of canada well i'm sure most governments but well, I think, like, less so, I mean, it, we didn't have as big a problem in Canada, but in America. Well, y- yeah. I, okay, fine. Yeah, I see there's there's obviously, considering the subprime mortgage crisis and 
a bunch of other things, uh, the banks seem to be at fault, like the bailouts and like, uh, if you follow any of that kind of stuff, yeah, the banks are corrupt, but yeah, you're right. So the banks do have some sort of fault in it. What is your point? I don't know. What you're, was I saying? I was just saying that like, this is, it's like, you know, it's, it's my opinion, right? Like what I think is bad or wrong or you know i i put a value on this that i think it's wrong for them to um make it seem like debt is a good thing right but i don't know i don't know really like is debt really like i like so my point was that if you get like debt to that point where it cripples your economy i think everyone would agree that that is a bad thing right i for the people i don't know i think maybe you're right i don't know like it seems like it's a bad thing, <laughs> but seems I'm like, like, saying, it could be, like yeah. I don't know for sure that. So is debt actually a bad thing? I think it's a bad thing to me. It seems like a bad thing, but is it a bad thing? I don't know. Right. So I'm like, we can't, I'm like, it's, this is all based on our own, our values of what is like, right? I guess my point was if you didn't have people coveting goods and wanting to, work hard to buy the red sports car or it doesn't have to be red but buy a sports car buy the expensive house then you might not get the same productivity out of them and those types of people wouldn't be inventing iphones and they wouldn't be inventing snuggies but do you think that people like the only reason why people work is just like i i because think people do yeah like a lot of people are working just so they can get that paycheck right if you're but like like if your argument How productive is productive that... are these people as well? Like you know the ones I think the people that are being really productive and creating things. Small they're few. Not, there are not the, that many people, and those people are probably not just doing it for the money, right? Like like I you right. know, like my friends that I talk like Steve to, Jobs, they work for example. they work for like Microsoft, and they're saying to me they're like you know like a lot of times I just stay at work you know i i'm i don't need to be there but i i'm there because i like it or whatever right. like i want to be there right those people are not like they don't get paid anymore to be there right but they're there because that's what they enjoy doing that's what they want to be doing like if they had a choice to be at work or not be at work they'd be at work right like Okay, so those people are few, but the majority of us have to do things we don't want to do. Yes, but the ones that of us that are like you know people that are not that don't want to be there. How how like is their work really even that effective? You can argue that like well, if people people just put roads found... together and they build houses and they uh, paint fences, they mow lawns. Like a lot of menial tasks are productive. They yeah. are required. So if it wasn't needed it probably wouldn't exist, right? Wouldn't you say that like Adam Smith, the invisible hand kind of guides all things. The market will dictate what's needed and what's not needed. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're saying, are those people productive? Yeah, of course. People, we need people to do those jobs, right? We need people to mow lawns and build houses and and paint ceilings and put roads together and, and sweep up garbage, clean sewers. They are playing a role in this hive we need them and their jobs suck so bad that they need to be happy and if a sports car makes them happy and they can't afford it but if they make payments on it they can enjoy it now and pay it pay for it later is that bad 
Yeah, like, is there anything inherently bad in that? No, not really. Like, if... So, if that's true, then you should have no problem with this Spider-Man argument. But the thing is, like, if he's buying one sports car and he's making payments and he pays it off and then he's happy, that's fine, right? But, like, you know, when what about, like, when he buys that sports car and then he wants to... But he, instead of buying, like, the, like, you know... $80,000 $80,000 sports car, he wants to get, like, the $300,000 one or whatever because, like, it's got... And, but he's only making, like, $10 an hour or whatever, right? Like, that's that's when it becomes... But who's going to lend him $300,000, right? There's a, there's a mechanism in place in the market that prevents right, a $10 well, an hour worker to buy a $300,000 car. What about, like... So, it, but he'd, all right, fine, he has a $100,000 car or whatever, but he's also got, like, buying, you know, 50 pairs of jeans and all these other things, right? Like, um, you, yes, he might not be able to buy, like, the really expensive car, right? But I don't know, how much do you think these people that are making that have, like, $30,000 in debt and on their $30,000 of credit card? They're probably making less than $30,000 a year. Right. So when are they, and at, at the interest rate that they're paying, when are they ever going to be able to pay this off? Uh, very unlikely that they'll ever pay it off. Right. So is, is that a good, is that a good thing? That is not, but that might not be a flaw of the system. It might be a flaw of that person not being able to control themselves. Because yes. basically what you said is that, uh, well, you, you kind of didn't say this, but you said that. These products are in place. This this bank and this comic is creating an artificial desire. So if you want to be happy, you need credit and you need to buy expensive things. But if that wasn't true, then how is it possible that we're all duped? What do you mean? We're we're all buying things that we don't need. If if it wasn't make us happy, how is it tricking us all? Wouldn't we be wise to it? Like, hey, hang yeah. on a sec. I didn't actually need all this stuff. Because we think I we should... do. That's the whole thing that I was saying. Like, we've been tricked into thinking that stuff makes us happy. But, like, yes, stuff but if I, makes if us happy But if I convinced you that moment, drinking, like, pouring vinegar in your eyes makes you happy, do you think, you know, and if that was, like, a huge campaign, like, how are you getting people to do this? But people do get tricked right like there's lots of things that but it can't be inherently bad right it can't be harmful they probably do get a charge out of buying something or or driving a nice car or making people when they they walk down they they, they, they look richer than they are like you you feel something like you feel good when you have you're walking in looking spiffy you got your nice car people are looking at you that feels good right there is and then but that's like something that you you because you place value on that right like you think it's... But society places value on that, yeah, right? right? So if and you show up in a thing. job interview and you're not looking spiffy, you don't get that job, right? We, we have to... And that's the whole... Uh, you I, know, like... adhere to the jury of our peers, right? And people judge but, us, unfortunately. But why do we have to? Well, it's because I think you have to make a snap judgment about people in situations. Maybe it stemmed from, you know, our, our days living in tribes where you have, a, a you know, 30 people living together in a community and some outsider comes in. You have to immediately assess if this guy's a, a threat or not. So maybe that's in our genetics to, do like, to be like that. So if somebody comes up, we have to immediately assess. We look at their shoes, their teeth, um, how they you know, or, or their hygiene, their, how they keep their hair, their posture. We try to 
is this guy going to hurt me or is he going to be friendly? So, you know, we like for nice big smiles with white teeth. Uh, we like, you know, tall people because that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, means like they might be the leader and, and leaders are generally more wise or something. I don't know. They're, and you know, if they have nice clothes, they're probably not going to rob me. Uh, you know, if you're in a job interview and you're interviewing people and you have five applicants, then, uh, you know, the, the person who dresses nice probably has, you know, good judgment, good hygiene, uh, good work ethic. You kind of create a story behind that. It might be wrong, but a lot of people do that, right? So would it be to your advent, your advantage to kind of play into that? And if you can't afford a new suit and you have a job interview on Monday, why not put it on credit? Yeah, I didn't say there's anything that you shouldn't do that. Because you do, like, you. this is the society we live in, and so we do have to, like, um, you know, play by its rules, right? Um, but I'm not, I'm saying is that, is that, is that the right thing, right? Like, I mean, because you have all that, like, uh, I don't know, like, Buddhist Zen stuff or whatever, that, right. you know, people are trying to, to be to live with less right you know like uh you know any like no matter what kind of religious or spiritual things that you have you know that like once we die we can't take the things that we have with us right right but then i guess if then if that's all that life is aren't you going to want to have as much as you can Right. I mean, you could be a monk in a cave with, you know, dirty feet, or you could be playing Xbox with a Snuggie on, eating a steak in an air conditioning, air conditioned unit on a leather sofa. I mean, that stuff's good, right? That stuff's cool. And And although you don't take that to, to when you die, you also don't take the debt with you when you die. Yeah. So right? That's why not the thing, live the best right? life possible? And that life, by the way, but if, if, if you're, if you're, that, yeah, but if you're, if your purpose in life is to become as happy as possible and you have a bunch of nice stuff at your house and, and that, that attracts people, happy. attracts girls and friends and, uh, you know, the activities make you cool and popular and happy, uh, without all that say, stuff, then, you wouldn't yeah, have who, the friends, even if it's superficial. It's, who's to say that it, that's right or wrong, right? That's the, that's my, the thing. Like, no, but you're kind of making that seem like no, Spider-Man shouldn't be telling me, kids about credit. That's the thing credit. is, I'm saying for myself, I think that it's it's wrong. But I can't actually say it's wrong. I can't actually say that this is, you shouldn't, this is bad, right? Well, you have different goals. Okay, fine. But that's but the thing is, that's like, the point. for me, I think it's wrong and I don't like, you know, but like, I can't actually say that it is. It's the same as these people, these, not the non-profit society or whoever, they they value that like people shouldn't be in debt because this is a problem, right? They see it as debt as being a problem, right? We haven't actually come to the conclusion that debt is a problem in society, have we? Um, I don't really know enough about that to to say one way or the other. Like it seems bad, but. Is it really bad? Like, what Here's would the happen if there was no debt? Here's the what problem. What would happen? I don't know. The only way for our system to sustain itself, it's a flawed system. It's like a, 
a Ponzi scheme. You have new investors pay off old investors. That's the concept, the pyramid model. So in order for us to keep the system going, we have to beat last quarter, right? In, 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 in commerce, they measure everything by quarters. So if you're not selling more units or making more money, then, then this system kind of falls apart, right? We see that in, in the economy. And if the economy falters or it, it, uh, recedes, then people get a, you know, go out of, uh, out of work, they lose their homes. It causes a huge problem. So we don't want that. So we have to keep the system going. We have to buy more stuff and make more stuff and continue to advertise. And since people don't have any money, there's a really good solution to that. No problem. We'll give you credit. We'll lend you money, but we want the system to keep going. It's a flawed system. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but the thing How is, the system fi- is not going to keep going if everyone's in a huge amount of debt, right? And then uh, right, and exactly. Then It'll die. eventually implode. It's not going to work, right? So then it's kind of bad then, right? But then it's like, yeah. well, where do you draw the line, right? Because a little bit of debt is okay if you're able to kind of pay it Start off, Start a right? pizzeria but, business. Uh, you know, with, like... With a bank loan, The thing yeah. is, like, if the, like, loaning money or, like, having to get money from the bank... That's in in of itself is not a bad thing. Right. Like spending like money that you don't actually have right now is not necessarily a bad thing, right? Because a lot of times you do need to spend money in order to make money, right? The problem becomes when you're spending so much money that you can't keep up with it, right? right. That you're you're never gonna pay it back. So right? are I you think- unhappy with Spider Man because he's saying? Uh, you should get a loan to buy a car or ex- a more expensive home. If he says you can get a credit card or a loan to, you know, go to school or to uh, buy a new suit for Monday because you're gonna have a job interview, would that be okay? It's the fact that these things are deemed as kind of unnecessary. They, I think they it's don't. This, they're like, actually this, oh, or your own helicopter. Like it glamorizes it, you know, uh, like the sports car that turns into a helicopter. Like the they can lend you the money now for you to pay back over time, right? Yeah, yeah. If I want a sports car that turns into a helicopter, when am I ever going to be able to pay that back? But that's absurd, right? But a kid reading this might be like, oh yeah. I'm going to get a loan from the bank. I'm going to... He's going to have a rude awakening. I want a sports car that turns into a helicopter. Yeah. Banks can manage your money. They can help you determine the best way to earn more money through interest and investments. Well, that's true. Says, you're kind of reading it like... They can lend you the money now for you to pay back over time. Yeah, like but you, you, gotta, you, you mock them with that, that silly voice, but it's actually true, right? <laughs> So that yeah, I think it's just that, like the correlation. Of and then, like, so if that's not bad, and then the, the helicopter, I mean, that's so absurd that a very few people are going to read that and be like, "Oh, is that true? You can get money for a helicopter?" Hey, what about like the guy who like you know watched that? What is it? The you collect the points and you get a helicopter. That's or true. That's <laughs> true. But that he he knew he was manipulating the system, right? Yeah. So that that's uh the you're referring to the guy who collected the uh, the Pepsi points for the apache helicopter <laughs> i don't know i'm saying like just based on this one comment i can't really say which is why i was like oh um i don't know what else they're talking about in this practical money skills website because they're con- just their concern is that it delivers the wrong message on financial management i don't know what the me- message is here like there's not 
I don't really know what exactly the message that like like I said, if I were a kid, what, kid and I saw read this, I probably I wouldn't get any message. Okay, really. but Spider Man is also flying through the air and well, uh, kicking I mean. bad guys uh, in the chest. I mean, the very fact of Iron Man is like this rich like, philanthropist who makes watch the kids comic book so there's a whole comic book and it says that tells borrow money to buy things um so i think there's more it's not just this one little frame right so i can't really judge it based on that but if like the way it makes a sound is like is promoting spending money uh on like really expensive things so in conclusion we cannot draw a conclusion since we only have one cell of entire comic book (laughs) Well, yeah, that's why I told you to go to the this website, which you're like, we'll we'll go see it, look at it later. Well, anyway, I think we should wrap this up. I've got nothing more to say. I like Spider Man. I like Iron Man. Going to see the Avengers later. What Spider Man's not in the Avengers, is he? No. Hulk is. Yep. All right. I think we're done. Thank you for listening to the Edward Mullen podcast. If you enjoyed it. You might want to check out my book, The Art of the Hustle, available on Amazon. To learn more about me and the book, and even this podcast, please visit www.edwardmullen.com.